Are you a business owner? Are you a passionate entrepreneur who loves your trade? Are you an overwhelmed business owner? Are you an overworked business owner? Are you an entrepreneur who is not reaping the financial benefits from your business that you wish to reap? My name is David Chuddick, and I've been working with entrepreneurs and business owners for their financial success since 2005. And today I want to talk about my roadmap for success. We'll have seven steps that'll help you to reap all of the benefits from your business that you deserve. And I hope you enjoy this episode. This is the Weekly Wealth Podcast with certified financial planner, David Chuddick, where we discuss the wealth building mindsets and tactics that can help you to build and maintain wealth for you, your family, and your business. Hey everybody, David Chuddick here, and I'm a financial advisor with Parallel Financial, and I am also an entrepreneur. So I have been running my own business since 2005. I know the ups, I know the downs, I've had some successes, and man, have I had plenty of failures as well. So today we are going to talk about my roadmap for success for the business owners, for the entrepreneurs of the world. And I hope that you enjoy it because I came up with seven steps that I think really apply to just about any business and they can help you to have a better life because really, isn't that what it's all about? Using your business to make a better life for yourself. But before we get started, I have the invitation to anybody listening that I would love to have a 30-minute conversation, whether it be over Zoom, in person, or over the telephone about some of the financial issues that keep you up at night. Or if you've ever just really wondered what it is like, what does it look like to work with a financial advisor? What does a financial advisor do and how can they help you and your financial situation? I'd love to have that talk with you. So my email address is david at parallelfinancial.com. That's david at parallelfinancial.com. I'll also put my calendar link in the show notes, and I would love to get together with you. So let's jump in to the first of the seven steps of the roadmap for success for, uh, for entrepreneurs. And the first one really is that you have to decide what your business should be for you. So here's some questions um, that you might have to ask yourself. So does your business own you or do you own it? And what I mean to say is, are you married to your cell phone? Do you take phone calls from clients at uh, nine o'clock on a Sunday night? Uh, do you get to make reasonable hours uh, for yourself that, um, that are okay for you? And, and the beautiful thing about being in business for ourselves is we get to make these rules for ourselves. So, so you have to own your business and you can't let it own you. And then you also, I think we need to have a vision for our ideal life. And think about your life and your business kind of as intermingled. And think about, I mean, money's important, right? How much money, what is the income that you would like for your business to give uh, to you and your family. Because after all, it's the job of your business to fund your lifestyle. But also think about some, some other things. Think about how many hours per week is it appropriate for you to work? Not me, not, not your friend, not anybody else, but based on your current life situation, how many hours and which hours uh, should you work? And, and what size should your business be? Do you want to keep it simple? Uh, with uh, growing businesses come complexities. Or is, or do complexities scare you or do you want to keep it more simple? So think about these things. The bigger business is not necessarily the more successful business uh, for the individual. And also think about 
what is what's the clientele that you and your team are uniquely qualified to serve really at a world-class level? If we all as entrepreneurs really decided what areas we can truly excel in and then kind of stick with that as opposed to trying to help everybody, I think we'd all be much better off. So what type of clientele are you uniquely qualified to serve? And then just be the best that there is to uh, to that clientele or that market niche. My number two uh, area of the roadmap for entrepreneurial success is that we all need to retain a great internal team. Let's face it, you can't and I can't do everything in our businesses. So we need help. And what we do is we exchange, we exchange money time in the form results. of some sort of compensation for time and results. So the right compensation packages for the right team members certainly needs to be found. Not everybody is, is motivated by higher salaries. There are some team members who may be motivated by some flexible scheduling, uh, maybe by um, a more stable salary and less commission, or maybe some would be motivated by more commission, more bonuses, and uh, a, a, a smaller base salary. Uh, it's really difficult to compete with large employers in the benefits arena. So you could be a, a one, two, five, 10, 20 employee operation, uh, but it's hard to compete with the hospital or the big plant down the road because they just have more resources as far as benefits go. But you have to build some sort of a benefit package so that your employees and your team members uh, can feel like not only are they getting a paycheck, but are they all, they're also getting some of the benefits that, uh, that, the, that the team members of other larger organizations get. Think about, do you have the right people? Do you have the right people in the right seats doing the right things? So if you put me in a situation where it's my job to manage books and to be very detail oriented and uh, to, to reconcile accounts, I mean, I can do that, but that's not where, where I am uniquely, that's not where my unique abilities lie. So that's really not the seat on the bus that I should personally hold. So think about are your people, are your team members, working in the right area where they have the ability to succeed. And then finally, training and development. This is an area, yes, there's cost. Yes, there's time. But we must train and develop our team to become the best that they can be. You need, we all need a personal, uh, we need development budgets and we need to spend that money to hire coaches and training programs. And we need to get dedicate time on a weekly or monthly basis so that everybody on our team can become better at their craft. Our third step is to retain a great external team. So the internal team was basically people who are under our employment or maybe even some 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 sub subcontractors, but the external team these can be equally as important. So think about bookkeepers. How many business owners really don't know how to reconcile their books, but they do it anyway. Well, you know what? Find a competent bookkeeper Pay the bookkeeper and it'll change your life. Uh, maybe some virtual assistants. Virtual assistants can take uh, non-revenue producing items off of your plate. Maybe a payroll provider. How many entrepreneurs are figuring out payroll taxes and withholdings? And maybe they shouldn't be do that. Obviously, CPAs are, are crucial to small businesses, accountants for tax filings, and, and honestly, to keep you out of jail and keep the IRS off your back. Uh, attorneys are very important. We all have legal questions now and again, and, and even if we don't have specific legal trouble, 
the advice of an attorney is crucial. Now, I'm biased here, but I believe that a financial advisor is is incredibly important because while the entrepreneurs of the world are busy, they're managing staff, they're they're managing all the items that they need to manage on a daily basis, rarely do they have the time, desire, and ability to uh, to make the sound financial and investment decisions that they need to make. So a financial advisor is a great external team member. And then think about some others. Think about your graphic designers uh, and, and things like that. Anything that is not revenue revenue producing can often be uh, be part of an external team. And the external team can have tremendous, uh, tremendous impact on your business's uh, overall health. So my number four is managing uneven cash flows. Now, you know your business better than I do. You may be in a business that uh, the revenue comes in relatively evenly over the course of the year, or you may be a business where it's seasonal and you have maybe large bonuses or or maybe no bonuses at some point. Uh, you may be in retail where, where certain holiday seasons bring in more revenue, but you have to know how to handle the uneven cash flows. Knowing your average monthly expenses and 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 living off of that. In other words, when when revenue is high during your incoming seasons, when revenue typically is high, you have to know how much of that to put away for when the revenue is not high. There's an old saying called "the fat has to fry the lean," and uh, that takes some discipline. That definitely takes some discipline. But um, that's where maybe your accountant or your bookkeeper, as, as your external team can help you to make sure that you are not spending the excess when it's coming in, because maybe it really is an excess. Maybe it's money that has to cover uh, when the when the revenue does not cover the, uh, the expenses. Now, my fifth step that I like to think about for financial success for the entrepreneurs is minimizing current taxes. Now, let me, uh, let me preface this saying that we're not giving tax advice. We're talking about a couple concepts that may or may not be appropriate for you. So consult your own tax advisor, work with your financial advisor or any other professional for, for specific advice for your, for your instance. But let's look at some ways that business owners typically can, uh, can, can, can minimize their current taxes. I mean, first of all, you have qualified monies. And this is the IRAs, the simple uh, the simple IRAs, the 401ks, the SEPs, and that's where you're basically uh, putting putting monies away uh, for yourself and or your team, and you're getting a tax deduction up front, and you're lowering your current uh, current income. So again, this gets increased as many people think that they will, and 20, 30 years from now, when it's time to take some distributions from from your account, you save 20% on your taxes, but now your tax rate is 40 or 50%. Um, that's just that math doesn't necessarily work out. So there are some ways that uh, Roth contributions can be uh, factored into a 401k if, 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 if your plan is structured like that. Uh, there are Roth conversions where you're taking uh, I, uh, uh, old IRAs and you're converting all or part of them, uh, recharacterizing them into a Roth account. And even permanent life insurance, the inside of a permanent life insurance policy has um, is is almost taxed like a Roth in the sense that uh, it grows tax deferred, and if it's structured properly, uh, you can take out significant monies from the from the cash value of a permanent life insurance policy without taxes. So again, these are just basic ideas. Consult your financial advisor. 
uh, consult your CPA or email me at david at parallelfinancial.com if any of these sound like they would uh, interest you and, and could possibly fit into your uh, business or personal financial situation. And finally, what is your exit plan? What is your diversification plan? So again, I don't know your specific business, but the world is changing so quickly and technology and artificial intelligence are becoming so prevalent that you and I, we need to understand if our business is going to be viable in the decades to come. And uh, if it's not, what is our exit plan? And even if it is going to be viable at what is your exit plan when you get out? Um, when will you retire? Will you retire? So a couple things to think about here is how long will your business be lucrative? Think about Blockbuster. Blockbuster was making millions and millions of dollars renting video cassettes and Blockbuster is no longer around. So is your business a Blockbuster? Is your business a business that will be replaced or outsourced or anything like that? And, and just be honest, right? Because you don't or might not like the answer does not change the fact that it might be the answer. So if your business is a business that uh, technology may take over and become less lucrative, let's start planning for it now. Do you have any plans for multiple streams of, of income? So if your business is your only stream of income, maybe you should think about some diversification, uh, maybe dividend producing stocks, maybe some real estate, uh, maybe some other streams of income, maybe an interest in another uh, in another business outside of your only business. So you don't have your quote proverbial eggs all in one basket. Then what's your what's your exit plan as far as retirement? Do you wish to retire? If you feel like your business is in an industry that will be lucrative for the foreseeable future, do you even wish to retire? Or can you get it to the place where you can start grooming a manager or a partner or a part owner to handle day-to-day -day operations and you can still be involved to the extent that you want to be involved later on in life? So let's recap the seven steps on the roadmap for success for the entrepreneurs. So first is decide what your business should be for you. The business needs to be kind of the funding mechanism for your lifestyle and it needs to, uh, you need to own it. It needs to not own you. Uh, number two, retain a great internal team. So you need, and I need, we all need a great team without a great team. We are dead in the water. Number three, retain a great external team. So all of the people that maybe you do not need on a full-time basis or cannot afford on a full-time basis, uh, we still need them at our, our disposals, the bookkeepers, the attorneys, the financial advisors, the um, graphic designers, and, and so on and so forth. Um, number four, managing cash flow and uneven cash flows. Uh, you see it over and over. Businesses have a big bank account because it's seasonal and they do not put aside the right amount to cover the areas, uh, the time of the year when income is not so uh, plentiful. Uh, number five, minimizing current taxes. So again, work with your financial advisor, work with your CPA to have strategies to minimize, of course, within the level, the, the limits of the law, but to minimize your current taxes. Number six, minimize your future taxes, right? So let's look at ways uh, to take advantage of our historically low tax brackets now and be prepared for when tax rates are relatively likely to, uh, to increase. 
And then number seven, what's your exit plan and what's your diversification plan? Is your business going to be financially viable? The world is changing so quickly with technology and artificial intelligence that many businesses may not just by virtue of what they do. So take an honest look at your business, take an honest look at your industry and uh, think about your exit plan if there is one and think about how diversified with additional streams of income you are or you need to be. So again, my name is David Chuddick. I am one of you. I'm an entrepreneur. I run my own business. I deal uh, with these struggles every day as well. So if you would ever like to chat, give me an email, david at parallelfinancial.com. That's david at parallelfinancial.com. And let's see how these concepts apply specifically to you and your business. Until next episode, I wish you a blessed week.